Pastor Holder here coming to you from Holy Cross Missionary Baptist Church. We come to you in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, praying that this program would bless you and your family. And uh, if you will share it, help us get God's word out here uh, in the world we live in today. They cer certainly need to be hearing and taking to heart what God has to say. So uh, we're going to pray and ask the Lord's blessings over the service here this morning, and we're going to pray for the choir and for them. So, Josh, you want to do that? Amen. Now, you've all done seen me in my coat, and it's hot up here, and I'm taking it off. So, you know the drill. Stand up and get a songbook. Turn to page 333, and we're going to do the first and the third verse. Yeah, first and third verse. in your book. You don't need a songbook. I mean, I know it's still working right now, but it's showing up red. It's probably what. Marty told me to wait.
nothing behind me. All the treasures I used to know have all faded from a new day ahead for me yes my whole life is over for I left it at Calvary where my new life begins I've run too far to look back my feet have walked through the valley rivers, desert places I've known. Now I'm nearing the home shore. The redeemed are rejoicing. Heaven's angels are singing. I've come too far to a new day before you place your heartache in Jesus hand he can mend your country I've come too far to look back my feet have walked through the valley I've climbed mountains cross rivers places I've known. Now I'm nearing the home shore. The redeemed are rejoicing. Heaven's angels are singing. I've come too far to look back. Now I'm nearing the home
Jesus knew all the heartache and things that he went through would be worth it all for you. And he counted it as a joy to do it, even though it wasn't easy. Uh, he didn't look, go back, but he went forward to do God's will. And that's what we need to be doing too today is going forward to do what God would have us to do. So if you have your Bibles, go to St. John chapter 8. That's a little stale taste. But anyway, uh, I talked on this message last Monday night. And uh, the and the Lord's given me several messages since then, and I was telling the church earlier this morning, and I'll tell you that uh, God has given me a, a message when He uh, lets me preach it on the four wraths of God. But He says there's a lot of I need to do a lot of teaching and talking to you about it to, to get you <laughs> ready for it. And uh, so, uh, thank you, Marty. Now, I mainly spoke on about the first ten verses uh, in this Monday night. And there was a whole lot to be learned from those ten verses. And I'll, I'll go over them briefly, but I won't be bringing out so much what I've done talk to you on. I'll be talking to you about some more. Uh, I had some questions the other day with the Lord, and and I needed some answers. And he sent me to this verse of scripture. And when I went there and I began to read it, I thought, well, no, that ain't the answer to what I just talked to God about. And I turned the page and he rebuked me. He said, you turn that back and you read it. And when I did, he just opened up the windows of heaven to me and started talking to me through this verse of scripture. That's what God does. He'll take his verses of scriptures and he'll talk to us. Amen? And you may not understand it all and you'll never understand it all when you read it. And you'll still be learning it right up until the day you go home. And it, and it, it will still go on forever because it's the word of God. The Bible teaches us in the Bible that the an angel preaching the everlasting gospel because it's God's word and you can't kill God's word. It cannot die. Amen? So it's what gives us life, it's what gives us peace, it's what gives us hope and joy, but it also brings correction in our, our lives. You, told, uh, you heard me speak of the two-edged sword this morning. That's what the Word of God is. That's the sword that Jesus will fight with when he comes back in the book of Tribulations to judge this world for the sinful acts that they're committing uh, and he's already been, God's already been judging this world back in the ages and continue to do so today at times because God just ain't going to tolerate sin but so long. Amen? It's just like with Solomon Gomorrah. He ain't going to tolerate sin forever. He ended up destroying that city and everybody that was in that city itself for a lot in his family 
because Lot was a just man, and the Bible said he was vexing his righteous soul, amen, being in that city, living with those sinful people. So God had to go and set him out, amen, that he wouldn't be caught up in the wrath of God. And so there's all kinds of wrath out there today. Some has already come. The greatest wrath is yet to come, and the greater wrath will be at the end. Amen? And so, uh, but till we get there, to be able to talk on it plainly the way the Lord wants us to talk on it, I want to start reading you this from the first, and then we're going to continue on. When Jesus, uh, if I pray, got anybody to pray over this? Lord Jesus, we ask you to bless the reading of thy word. We love you. We don't need to do anything except we come to you first. Ask your blessings upon it. You lead and guide and direct us. Give us the wisdom and knowledge that only you can give. It's not of my or no but God, it's all on you. So we just thank you and we love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now, uh, I've been having a lot of problem with my eyes here lately, watering and stuff. I'm going to have to go back and see the eye doctor. It says, Jesus went unto the Mount of Olives, and early in the morning he came again unto the temple, which he often met there. And all the scribes came unto him, and he sat down, and he taught them. Amen? So you're here to be taught today. Amen? What thus saith the word of God. And that's what Jesus does. That's what I'm trying to do. That's what our teachers tries to do. And that's what we should try to do when we talk to others out there is to help teach them what God has said because it's what he says is what really matters. Nothing else matters but that. Uh, uh, You don't have to stand and give an account uh, for me or to me. Amen? I'm just a man, but God is God. Amen? And God loved you, and he sent his son to die for you. Now, this was the son of God, and it said, And the scribes of the Pharisees brought unto him a woman that was taken in adultery. We all know what adultery is. And when they had set her in the midst, they said unto her, Master, this woman was taken in adultery in the very act. Now Moses in the law commanded us that such should be stoned, but what sayest thou? And so we know under the law, you know, Jesus didn't come to destroy the law. He came to fulfill the law. We talked about this Friday night. And by the way, Jesse done a a great teaching on tithing uh, over there uh, Friday night. And uh, and he he, he, he done a lot of studying, a lot of preparing for it. Amen? And so, uh, you know, a lot of people think, well, now that we're under grace, that that don't matter anymore. It don't count. Yes, it does count. And I can prove that to you in the Word of God because Jesus said about this law, he said, I didn't come to take it away, all right, but to fulfill it. That's what man will be judged under one day is according to the law and what Jesus has said, amen? Because it's, it's a schoolmaster under grace. And you need to understand that when you're studying the Bible. And, and God, God said, blessed is those that study it and and, and all these things. We're to study all the Word of God. We're to take all the Word of God to our heart because God is just. God, God is no respect to persons. That's the first thing you need to understand. God does not love or care for me any more than he does you. Amen? Uh, but God has appointed me the position that I'm in today. He puts us all 
where he would have us to be in the body of Christ. And so he's called several preachers in here, including myself. And brother, it takes more than one preacher to help to go out into this world. That's why Jesus said, greater, uh, greater that you can do than I have done, because he said this, I go to the Father. Well, we live in a, in a day and hour that our ministry can get out into the whole world. Amen? And so uh, Jesus didn't live in an hour at that time, brother. And he said, what I'm teaching, you're to take it into all the world. Amen? So we're to take this, this gospel unto all the world. It's, it ain't all on the preacher's back, y'all. It, it belongs, that, that belongs to all of us. We're all to carry the gospel, amen? And don't, don't just uh, say, well, all that the preacher's the only one can do that or the preacher's the only one can lead someone to cry. No, that's a lie. That's a lie. The devil's tricked you into saying that. Uh, I remember Brother Duncan said one time that uh, he'd been witnesses all his life. He never led nobody to the, to the Lord uh, himself. And he said that was his heart's desire. I said, well, you got it. If that's your heart's desire, you got it. And it wasn't just two or three weeks after that. We was in the hospital, and, and me and him both was a witness to this woman. And, and brother, uh, she, she'd come under conviction. I said, okay, Duncan, here's your chance. I just stepped back and let him lead her to Christ, amen. And she was born again right there in that hospital, and boy, how he rejoiced. See, it ain't just my calling, it's your calling too. And it ain't just my calling to teach, it's your calling too. And it's your calling to raise up your children right uh, so when they get older they won't depart from the Word of God. He said bring up a child in a, in a right way and when they get older, that if they depart, they'll return. God will bring them back. Why will He bring them back? Because you have taught them right. Amen? As long as you're teaching them right, that's, that's all you have to do. Now, I've told y'all many times, and I've seen it again here. I showed Sandra this morning uh, about these babies, you know. I've seen it on my phone, and there's imitating their mamas, and there's imitating their daddies. And uh, they're trying to put the boot on them. little baby. probably wasn't a year old yet. was trying to put its daddy's boot on. It's trying to get its leg high enough to put its foot, trying to fill its daddy's shoes. Amen? And uh, <clears throat> it's up to that daddy that she can but if he's leading her wrong, if mama's leading her wrong, what is it that you are showing your children? You know, sometimes uh, we hear a child come out with a cuss word about this song. Where did they hear that at? Amen? Where did they hear it at? Because they'll tell on you. Amen? They'll tell on you real quick. What you're doing in your life, they'll tell on you. And, uh, and so because it's a child, it don't know no better. You know they don't know if it's going to hurt you, if it's going to help you. They just state what they've heard, what they see, and what they're seeing out there that's in front of them today. That's what's wrong with the world today. Parents ain't teaching their children anymore, amen? They're not teaching them the Word of God. Jesus had to teach this bunch of Pharisees because they thought that they were better than this woman that had been taken to adultery, and they brought her before Jesus and said, Look, what do you say about this matter? Moses said we need to stone her. Well, Jesus just stooped down on the ground. Let me tell you something. And I told it Monday night. When people come to you making accusations, Jesus acted like he didn't even hear them. He just turned away 
He turned away from the gossip. Amen? He turned away from the gossip and he wasn't going to have nothing to do with the gossip. Now he knew that the Moses under the law, that was correct. Amen? And Jesus never stopped them from stoning her. He never tried to stop them from stoning her, but he act like he never heard them and they kept on questioning him and they kept on questioning him and he was down there writing on the sand. I don't know what he wrote. Maybe he was writing out their sins. I don't know. But he was writing something on the sand. And then we'll read and see what happened right here. It said, Thus they said, tempting him, that they might have to accuse him. See, the main reason they brought the woman to Jesus wasn't because they cared. They just wanted to condemn Jesus because his life was condemning their life. Most time when somebody brings someone to you and trying to accuse them, they're, they're, they're trying to accuse them because they know they're guilty of the same thing. That's what God says if you judge your brother, you're guilty of the same thing. Amen? So he says don't judge your brother, but rather hold him up to God in prayer, whether it be your brother or whether it be your sister. And tempted him that they might have to accuse him, but Jesus stooped down and with his finger wrote on the ground as though he heard them not. So when they continued asking him, he lifted up himself, and I, and I believe, it don't say he did, but I believe he turned and looked at them. Because I believe when he knelt on the ground, he turned his back on them. That's my feeling about it. The Bible don't say that, but we can sort of understand what's going on here without ever him having to write everything down. But you got to take it to your heart and realize Jesus never come to condemn anybody. He come to save us all because we was all as guilty as this woman was. And she, you wasn't no better than her, but she wasn't no better than us. Amen? And Jesus, Jesus, he, he, he got back up and he said, Ye. I believe he pointed at him. I believe he done like this. That is without sin, cast the first stone. And he got back down. And he began to write on the ground again. And it don't say how long he was down there. It took a while, I'm sure, for everybody to leave. But the Bible said they started out with the eldest unto the last, and they began to walk away under their own conviction. Amen? under their own conviction. That's, if they knew that they were guilty, they knew it, but instead of being, doing anything about it and staying with Jesus to get it took care of, they just walked away and tried to get away from the situation. If you're walking away and trying to get away from the situation, brother, it ain't going to do you no good. You got to remain with Jesus, Amen. You got to get it clean with Jesus. You got to keep it clean with Jesus. And brother, as she began to walk away, uh, they began to walk away. Jesus looked at the woman. He said, "Where are thy accusers?" She said, "There, there is none, Lord." He said, "Neither do I accuse thee. Go and sin no more." Amen. 
That's what the scripture says. Jesus never come to accuse us. We was already guilty. Get that? Get that in a, in a mindset. You and I were already guilty of the same thing that she done. I ain't never done that, preacher. You've done it in your mind. You've done it in your heart. Don't say you haven't. You're human. And the devil will take the human side of you and, call, and, and try his best to tempt you with everything he can. I don't care what it is. He will try to tempt you. But there's no escape of that temptation unless you remain with Jesus. You've got to remain with Jesus. And he told her, Neither do I condemn you, but rather go and sin no more. When you get it took care of, go and sin no more. Because it might be worse the next time. Amen? And so we got to be taught the difference between living right and living wrong. So you, you've got to live according to the righteousness of God in order to continue. Jesus said, those that remain with me until the end, the same shall be saved. I don't walk away from God. God have mercy on me if I do. And I always pray that I never will. But I can't get up here and say that I won't. Because if I do that, I'm saying something I don't know. I only speak of the things that I know. My heart is true. It's been true for 40 some years, my walk with the Lord. I've loved the Lord with all my soul and all my might and all my strength. I've loved him. Just like he loved me. And I've walked with him. And I don't know what trials or, or, or tribulations or temptations are going to be put on me in the future, but I know who holds the future. And I know that my God is greater than any temptation that the devil is able to put on me. He tempted Jesus. Well, how could Jesus be tempted? Because he was in the flesh. His flesh was tempted just like your flesh was tempted. And he had to overcome his temptation. How did he do, do that? Through the Father. Amen? How do we do that? Through the Father and the Son. Amen? Because they're one. Jesus said, when you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Amen? He, they said, show us the Father and it will suffice us. We'll be satisfied. And Jesus said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Now let's go on a little farther. Let's go down to about after she said, No man, Lord. And Jesus said unto her in verse 11, Neither do I condemn thee. Go and sin no more. Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, now Listen, Jesus is the light of the world. He come to let his light shine. The Bible says you and I are the light of the world. We come, we're here today to let our light shine. Not to put it under a bushel. You, when you put it under a bushel, you're not doing what God has told you. But when you got up and you come to the house of the Lord today, you done as the Holy Spirit instructed you to do. You felt like what was in your heart to do and you needed to be here. And so you was under the leadership of God in His Holy Spirit. Amen. And you minded the Lord, and because you mind the Lord, He's going to feed you. He's going to bless you. He's going to cause blessings to come upon you. He's going to give you strength 
to, to deal, Robbie, with another day that you're facing if another day comes. But you still have this day you got to get through yet. Well, how can I get through it? You get through it with the Lord. He said, if I be with you, he said, I'll never forsake you and I'll never lead you wrong. God said he fulfills his promises. Uh, 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 I can't even think of your name. Todd. See how man is? He can't even keep it together sometimes. But I ain't talking about me. I'm talking about, and I know Todd has been my neighbor for years and years and years. But still yet, I am weak in the flesh, but he is strong. Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that believeth. Who is he? That's y'all. That's all of you. He that follows me shall not walk in darkness. My eyes is not blind today. I'm not walking in darkness. I'm not living in darkness. There's a light that lives inside of me. And it gives me clarity. It says it's a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path that I may not sin against God. So he's given me light to walk by and it's his light that sent me according to his word that was given unto me. I took it to heart and now it lives in me and greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. And so we begin to see Jesus here in the teaching of the scriptures how true and how loving and how caring that he is. And the Pharisee therefore said unto him, Thy bias record of... Thyself, thy record is not true. All right? If I was bearing record of myself today, it would be not true. But I'm bearing witness, wit, witness to God. I'm his witness, amen? And he lives in me, and I live in him. I'm seated together with him in heavenly places. He's, I'm in his heart, and he's in mine. That makes us close, Amen? I walk with him. A lot of time, uh, there in the end, there's going to be a lot of people that come before Jesus and, and knock on the door and say, Open unto us, Lord. And he said, Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. I never knew you. Why did he not say that he didn't know them? Because they never had no fellowship with him. They never cared or loved him enough to spend time with him and get to know him. Uh, Tommy, why did you marry that woman sitting right there that you married? You had to spend some time with her, didn't you? And then, after spending time and getting to know her heart, and she got to know your heart, and, and to feel your love and her love for you, then that secured uh, uh, your feelings about her, and, and, and y'all become in holy matrimony. You were married. In holy matrimony, what God have joined together, let no man put asunder, okay? And so now I'm married unto the Lord. The Bible says I am engaged unto him, and you are engaged unto him too. Now if I plan on marrying somebody, I want to be faithful to them, don't you? Or I should be faithful to them. And, and if you don't know the one that you're supposed to be married to, how in the world can you say that... Uh, knock unto him and say, hey, here I am. The Lord said, I don't know you. I don't know who you are because you, you never ever wanted to get to know who I was. You just wanted to say, I repent and save me and then live like hell and get to heaven. It don't work that way. It don't work that way with God. You got to have a change of heart. 
The Bible says you must be born again. You don't walk. It's, I've come too far to look back. Amen? They sung the song right here, the last song that they sung, I've come too far to look back. I've been walking with Jesus nearly 50 years. I have come too far to look back. And praise God, I'm going to continue on right until the day he takes me home. Now, I don't know how I'm going to die. I don't know how I'm going to leave here. But I don't have to worry about that because he says he has taken the sting of death out that I don't have to feel it, praise God. He's taking that sting of death out. Brother, when people die and go to hell, that sting will remain with them forever. Amen? That sting of death. And the Bible says, death and hell shall be cast into the lake of fire one day. And brother, there's your final judgment of God. Amen? It's when you're cast into the lake of fire. And that judgment will go on forever and ever and ever. And it ain't like you can turn to God dead and God have mercy on you and you to be saved and took out of hell. God says there's a great gulf. Once you enter in, they ain't coming back. Amen? And, and brother, he said, you got to get it right now. you got to prepare yourself, brothers, of where you're going to stand and how you're going to live with the Lord. You, <clears throat> you are engaged to him. Yeah. Praise God. And, and uh, I remember when Martin and Cassidy got engaged, and, uh, and brother, they stayed true right up until the wedding night. Cassidy said, I want to get married, man. I'm ready to get married, amen. She wanted to be with her, man. Amen, didn't you? Yeah, and all you girls said that. Oh, I want to be with my man. Amen. I want to be with my woman. Praise God. <laughs> you suffered long enough, hadn't you? Amen. You'd suffered long enough. Amen. Well, I want to be with Jesus. Amen. I've suffered long enough. It all works like that, children. But do you imagine what you're going to get with him? It's nothing compared to what you've got down here. Amen. Right there sits too. I want to get married. I heard that and say, hey, I'm ready to get married. I want to get married. I got, it wasn't sitting right there. <clears throat> when is it? This week? Uh, this month? This month? Parker? <laughs> this month? But Parker, you know what? I believe that you two will be good for one another. And if you didn't believe that, and darling, if you didn't believe that, you wouldn't go through with this marriage. Amen? I want to be good for the Lord, don't you? Amen. Amen. I, 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 want, I want to keep myself clean for Him. I want to keep myself clean. You take God, but I have to bring it out in parables sometimes, like I just did, amen? Jesus used those parables. He tried to make it clear, amen? Keep yourself unspotted for the world and for your husband and for your wife and for your church and for all of those that God has put under your care. you got to keep yourself unspotted from the world, brother, for God's sake and for your sake and for their sakes. Amen? Because they're looking at you, they're watching you, they're listening to you, and then, why are we so close today? I hug every one of you, man, women, or child. It don't make no difference. And I tell every one of you I love you. And we have fellowship. And we don't do it in an ugly or a sinful way. We do it because of what's in our heart. We do it. I do it because I want you to know that I love you. And I don't want to just say it. I want to show you. Amen? 
I can tell you from now on that I love you, but if I don't show you that I love you, it's just like what Helena went through. If none of us had showed her how much we really love her, it would really hurt her. But we tried to show her. It would have hurt you when you're going through a hard time in a valley. But let me tell you this too. We're only human. We can only do so much. God is there with you when I ain't. And when Caleb ain't. When Randall ain't. And the rest of you. God is there with you. When you're going through the valley. And you say, well, don't nobody know how I feel. There's one that does. There's one that knows exactly how you feel. And Jesus said unto them, Though I bear record of myself, yet my record is true, for I know whence I came, whither I go, but ye cannot tell whence I come and whither I go. You judge after the flesh. Jesus said, I judge no man. Amen. But yet, if I judge, my judgment is true. For I am not alone, but I am the Father that sent me. So Jesus was never alone. Amen. It is also written in your law that the testimony of two men is true. I am one that bears witness of myself, and the Father that sent me bears witness of me. Then said they unto him, Where is thy Father? Where's he at, y'all? He's in heaven. But he's alive. And he's in my heart. And he's alive. He's everywhere. And he's a, where is the Father? He's everywhere. He's everywhere. He's in the air that we breathe. He's in the ground that we walk on. He's in the universe that we see. He's in the sun and the moon and the stars because he created it all. Amen? God is everywhere and no man under the sun can hide from him. So we got to be taught the difference between who we should be and who we are or who we think we are. we got to be taught what does saith the Word of God or you may have a, a false sense of security uh, thinking that, uh, that you're going to get to heaven when you might not go. How many people think that everybody in all the churches are going to heaven? I don't see your hands. Well, I didn't see none, did I? I don't think that neither. I hope everybody here is. I pray that everybody here is. I even feel like, hopefully that you are, but you may not. But you've got to have to make a decision. Do you want the Lord? Do you want to be married to him? Do you want to share the rest of your life with him? Brother, he said, I go and prepare a place for you, and if I go and prepare a place for you, I'll come again and receive you. That's where I am. You may be also. Amen? So he's going to prepare a place just for me and just for you, butterfly. Amen? And brothers, and now we go through things, but we know what we go through is not to be compared to the glory that's going to be shown to us one day. Now, Wayne says, I don't remember none of it. How about that? Boy, we remember it, Wayne God had his hand on you, and he had his hand on us too. And I'm so thankful that you don't remember, because, darling, you suffered. You suffered a lot. But the Lord helped you through every bit of that. And he allowed other things to happen in order to make us even stronger. That Todd was talking about that this morning in his teaching. And so, uh, through our weaknesses, his grace is made sufficient. Now, when I preach three hours, y'all let me know.
said, I'll throw a rock at you, preacher. And then they said unto him, Where is thy father? And Jesus said, You neither know me nor my father, for if you know me, you should have known my father also. These words spake Jesus in the treasury as he taught in the temple, and no man laid hands on him, for his hour was not, young, was not yet come. Now, see this time, place, for everything God said to us. In verse 21, talks about Jesus warns <laughs> of coming judgment. That's what it says here in the Bible. He's warning of coming judgment. Just like I'm trying to warn the people today of the coming judgment. But I got to teach on it first. Amen? I got to teach on it so you know what it is that God expects out of you and you won't go into this thing like blind, leaders of the blind. That's happening all around us. That's happening in churches everywhere. There's blind leaders of the blind and they're not getting down and they're not preaching the word of God and teaching people how they are to walk and what they need to be doing as children of God but rather they're blind leaders of the blind and you know what God said about that uh, they'll both end up in the ditch right so you won't have an excuse if you're hearing the truth and you don't have an excuse because you're hearing the truth today so and I don't either because God's revealed it unto me he's revealed it unto you I really ain't teaching the most of you something you didn't already know but I'm here to help you to understand so then said Jesus again unto them, I go my way, and ye shall seek me, and shall die in your sins, and whether I go, you cannot come. And then said the Jews, Will he kill himself, because he says, Whether I go, you cannot come. See, they didn't understand. And how would you understand without a preacher? That's what Jesus was trying to get them to do, was to understand. Just like he tried with the disciples that day and said, unless you eat of my body and drink of my blood, you shall have no part of me. And a lot of them was offended because they couldn't cut what he said, but they didn't know what he was saying. Amen. And they walked away just like people are today. They, brother, they, they won't listen to the truth. If they would listen to the truth and take it to the heart, they would be saved and born again and they wouldn't have to die and go to hell. That's why I preach the truth today. To save the sinner. To help lead the sinners to Christ. Amen. That's why Jesus come. Was to, to live and brother to die for our sin. Because we were guilty. And brother uh, if you die and go to hell. You put your own self there. Don't you blame that on God. It's because you wouldn't li listen to the truth. And the only thing that will set you free is the truth. And he said his truth shall set you free. Amen. It won't hold you under the bondage of sin no more. Brother, it'll cause you to wake up, set up, and live and do something for God. Brother, it'll get you out of that dead state of living and, and brother, that foul odor that's in your life and the, and the mold and the corruption that's just beating you down day after day after day. Uh, uh, brother, don't you realize and know that God hates sin and God's going to destroy sin one day? And praise God, you better get your sins under the blood of Jesus. Under the blood of Jesus. He said unto them, you are from beneath. I'm from above. You are of this world. 
And I'm not of this world. In other words, he's saying, you're of the devil. The reason, he's your father. But you can have a heavenly father. Or you can live like hell and go to hell. That's what he's basically saying. If you want to end up where the devil's going to end up, just, God said, go ahead. I ain't, I ain't going to force this on you. But as he says, it's a gift. It's free. In order to receive a gift, you've got to take it. Amen? You've got to take it unto yourself. You've got to hold on to that gift. And if it's special, you'll never let it go. Amen? I received the greatest gift that, that any man could receive that day down on my knees in a greasy junkyard floor. I received the, received the gift that God sent to me. I had to repent of my sins and repent of the life that I was living and I had to cry out for his mercy and grace in order for me to be forgiven and brother I didn't hold it back brother I cried out to God he had mercy on me he saved me he's kept me he's used me and he's still going to keep me uh, right up until the day of redemption praise God and I'll be with him forevermore you need to be able to claim that and brother you need Need to live it just as God said you to live it. Now, preacher, we all can't just live that way. Yes, you can. You can live it with the leadership of the Holy Spirit of God. Even though you might mess up along the way, he said, I'll be faithful and just to forgive you, but you've got to repent. That's why he says to repent and stay clean. Keep your sins under the blood that they won't affect you in the end. Amen? Uh, there's a lot of things down here I'd like to read, but time won't let it. And then he said, Even the same that I said unto you from the beginning, I have many things to say and to judge of you. Did you hear that? And to judge of you then. Not now, but one day. But some now. But he that sent me is true. And I speak to the world those things which I have heard of the Father. They understood not that he spake to them of the Father. And then said Jesus unto them, When you have lifted up the Son of Man, then shall you know that I am He, and that I do nothing of myself, but as my Father hath taught me, I speak these things, and He that sent me is with me. Amen. He that called me is with me. He that saved me is with me and he's with you and he knows everything you do everything you say everything you think and everything else and brother I repent every day don't you amen because I know my goodness is nothing compared to the goodness of God it's as filthy rag and so that's why I pray to him every day Helena and say God I'm so sorry my sin I don't mean to sin but this old flesh brings me down sometimes made me think things I shouldn't Thing, uh, and brother sometimes make you do things that you shouldn't do but brother how you stay in control of that is that you have a relationship and a fellowship with God the Father and the Son and, and you talk to him every day uh, brother you sup with him every day uh, you, you partake of him every day uh, brother we're eating of his word today uh, brother uh, it's food for our soul and we're drinking of his blood it, 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 brother it quenches our thirst it quenches our thirst. Uh, brother, I can go on and live a peaceable life uh, because my thirst has been quenched uh, and I've been fed uh, from the throne of God. Amen? 
And then he said, as he spake these words, many believed on him. Praise God. That's what I'm praying today. If I shared the same words that he had shared, that many would believe. I don't know if you're here today and lost. If you are, come and get it right today. If you're watching this program, bow down right there, right now. Don't even wait till I get on preaching and say, God, have mercy on a, a sinner like me. You died for me and you love me. And God, I want you to put that same love in my heart for you that you had for me. Amen. Where there's much forgiven, there's much love. Preacher, I wish you'd hush. I can't. And Jesus answered him, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Whosoever committeth sin is the servant of sin. Let me read the scriptures. And the servant abideth not in the house forever, but the son. Hey, I'm a son of God. I'm not a servant of God. Jesus said, I call you not servant. A servant knows not what his master doeth. But he said, I call you a friend. I'm God's friend. I'm one of his children. Amen. I was bought with a price. And brother, you can be too if you ain't. And brother, you can claim everything that the preacher has told you that you can pray here today because it ain't what I have said. It's what Jesus already said there in the garden as he met there many days. And praise God, he was there again seeking to do the will of the Father to teach people what his life was about and what God's life was about. And that's what my job is today. If the Son therefore shall make you free... <clears throat> You shall be free indeed. Thank God. Thank God. Amen. He set me free. I'm free. I know that you are Abraham's seed, but you seek to kill me. And because my word have no place in you, listen to that. He said, because my word has no place in you. I speak that which I have seen. Uh, I know that Abraham's seed, but you seek to to kill me because my word have no place in you. I speak that which I have seen with my father, and you do that which you have seen with your father. What are we doing? Are we being led of the heavenly father or be led by the devil? They answered and said unto him, Abraham is our father. And Jesus said unto them, If ye were, if ye were Abraham's children, ye would do the works of Abraham. Abraham believed God, did he not? And there came him to be that Abraham. He said, if you were of Abraham. He's talking not about the flesh here. He's talking about the heart. If you had the same heart that Abraham had, you wouldn't treat me the way you do. Because Abraham desired to see me and he saw me in his day. Oh, that just bent him out of the frame when he told him that. Said, you're less than 50 years old. How can that be? He said, before Abraham was, I was. Praise God. Before Abraham was, I was. And Jesus said unto him, if God were your father, you would love me, for I proceeded forth and came from God. Neither came I of myself, but he that sent me. Why do you not understand my speech? Why is it that people don't understand the preaching of the Word of God? If you were of the Father, if you were born of the Holy Spirit of God, you would, will love me. Amen? You will love me. 
You will hear me. You will talk to me. You will have fellowship with me. You will spend time with me. Because, he said, I have given everything for you. And I owe him and you owe him everything. But most of the people today will deny that he's the son of God. That denied that he's God, period. And brother, they're going to die and go to hell on account of the beliefs that they have rather than believing the truth. And brother, they believe a, a lie and they're damned and they're not taking the truth to their heart. Brother, I'm here my best trying to persuade you and you that's watching this program, if you will take to heart what Jesus has already said and done, thou shalt be saved, you shall inherit eternal life, you shall be with God forever, you shall live forever, if you don't you shall die forevermore because what God has given life to can never die but I plan on living don't you? I plan on living in heaven with God I plan on walking with Him the rest of my days and if I fall God is able to lift me up praise God He's able to lift me up if I fall along the way and I don't mean that I won't and I hope and pray that I don't but God even if I do. He's there for me. He's there that I can turn to. How many times did David fall? How many times did he fall away from God? But David was a man after God's own heart. But he always returned to God. Amen. He always returned to God. Just preach, won't it? Amen. Y'all going to stone me in a minute, so don't hush. I'm about about to get there. I tell you what. I don't want to ruin what's already been said here today. I might just finish this up Monday night. Amen. That'd be a good thing to do. Listen. There's been enough gospel preached already. You know, sometimes we can, we can uh, keep speaking and ruin what we've already talked about. I don't want to do that. I, I feel like the Lord is telling me it's a good time to cut it, cut it off and let you feast on what you've heard. You need to be thinking about what's been preached to you today. Now, I don't know none of you's heart, but I do know this. I can tell a tree by the fruit it bears because my God told me I could. Whether it's my tree or your tree. Amen. So God, when he called me into his marvelous light, never left me in darkness. You see, all the things that's happening in Washington and around the world, the world's blinded. They can't see what's getting ready to happen. They can't see what's getting ready to take place. Oh, they think they're just going to go on and live the hellish lives that they live and do everything they want, but the wrath of God is coming on this nation and on this world. Amen? Amen. And people better be getting their heart and their life to cure of because the Mars is not promised to you. They preach funerals every day. I had a dream last night that a little boy had died and I was the preacher's funeral. And I went over there at the casket and looked down 
And I said, it's a shame this little boy had to die, Lord. All of a sudden, I see him move his eyes and do this. And I looked over to his parents, and I said, this boy ain't dead. This boy's alive. You know what I got out of that? I got out whether we're dead or alive. We're alive in God. We're alive in God. Even though he was dead, he was alive. That's what God was showing me in that. Even though we thought he was dead, he's not dead. Because he was a young man. And Jesus atoned for his sin. He's not dead. And we begin to rejoice. God says, cry and moan when they come into this world. But when they go out, rejoice. And we, we do right the opposite so many times. We need to rejoice. You know, God may have saved that little fellow. And, you know, that's actually happening right now, even as we speak. And, and I wondered what it was. He never gave me the understanding of it until I was standing up here and just told you about it. But then he gave me the understanding of that, that dream, my dream. I said, well, Lord, it was so, sort of funny. I dreamed a dream like that. But I said, I know you're able to heal him. And uh, it looked to me like he healed him. Well, he did. He healed him by taking him home. Was what the true meaning I got out of that. He's gonna, we're gonna get our complete healing when he takes us home. Amen. And we ain't gonna have to suffer no more. The Bible says we consider not when a loved one is taken away, they're taken away from the heartache to come. These are words that's supposed to help you deal with your loss. To deal with your loss. And we all have loss. But you know what? We have God. And God will get us through anything. So you're never alone unless you choose to be. Lord said, if you'll come unto me, I'll come unto you. You believe that? Let us all stand. This sweet candle comes up here to play for us. I want you to just be obedient to the Lord. If he's telling you to come to this altar and pray, you do that. You know, just let the spirit move free where God can work here today. If God has touched your heart, you just listen to the, to the Lord. Because if this message didn't touch your heart, what's it going to take? It was the truth. One, because I preached it. Other men have preached the same message. But it's up to the people that hear it whether they take it to the heart. Amen. I didn't do nothing special today, but I stood on God's word. That's what's special, that I stood on his word. It wasn't what I was doing, but what he was able to do through me. Well, be obedient to the Holy Spirit of God. And if you hear you've never given your heart to Jesus, would you come up here and say, Preacher, would you pray with me? Or get one of these preachers by the hand. I would love to pray with you. And I'll cut this whole thing off. We won't, I won't be using that. I'm just using it now. You need me to pray with you. You need Marty or Scotty or Martin or Caleb or anybody else in this church to pray with you. Go and get them by the hand. 
If you just want somebody to pray with you, and that person, just go get them by the hand. Or ask them, say, will you come and pray with me? You know, we feasted upon his word today through our Sunday school teaching, through the spiritual songs and the fellowship that we have had here today, through the message God brought through the 11 o'clock hour. We've been feasting upon his word. We're feasting upon something that will give us what we need in the days to come. I need it now. And, and I'm going to take it. Everything I've learned today, I'm going to take it with me. I'm going to hang on to it. And, and I'm going to trust the Lord. Then I'm going to be praying uh, for Caleb tonight and asking God to do the same thing through him as he done through me tonight or this morning to speak the truth. If you're a child of God, you want to tell the truth. You want to tell everybody about Jesus because God has put such a love in your heart for others that sometimes you just feel like you could bust. And then sometimes you get so discouraged because you feel like they ain't listening to you or doing anything. Let me tell you what you are doing. You are planting seeds. You may not see the growth of it right now, but you are planting seeds. Every message that I preach, I am planting seeds. Every message that you preachers preach, you are planting seeds. And brother, we got to plant them where God can give the increase. I don't give the increase. God gives the increase. I get my strength from Him, and y'all get your strength from Him too. I'm just the messenger sent here to speak what He has commanded me to speak today. So we're all by our heads and go to the Lord in prayer. Lord, I'm thankful and grateful to be here. I'm thankful and grateful for everyone that come through these doors today. I'm thankful and grateful, Lord, for our choir and the new song. It was such a blessing to me, Lord. And Father, we've come too far to look back. Lord, help us to be faithful to the end. We will struggle trying to do that. God, you are our strength. You are our help. Lord, uh, the devil will fight us like he always does. And he'll try his best to discourage us. But Lord, that's when we turn back and we get encouragement to you. I'm here to preach the good news. Lord, I've been preaching the good news today. That people can be born again. That people don't have to die and go to hell. That people can go to heaven. That includes me, God. And I'm here to bring the good news that Jesus Christ was that good news I'm here to preach on the cross today what that means to me and what it means to everyone else that's under the sound of the gospel Lord let us take that to our heart they say Father that it's already been proven that crucifixion is a worse death than anybody could die oh God we're so sorry you had to go through that but we're so glad that you did it hadn't been able, willing to done it, Lord. I couldn't be saved today, neither could nobody else. But because of your faithfulness and your goodness, as Todd said in the prayer, God is why we're here today. So, Father, we're here to praise you and glorify thy name. Now, God, go with us as we leave here today. We pray that you would be with us here tonight in the sermon, that you touch hearts and come out and be with us in these services tonight. We pray and we ask all these things in Jesus' name.
Thank you, Kim. Anybody got anything on their heart? If not, we'll see you after a while. Shake hands with somebody before you leave. Amen? 6 o'clock tonight.